0: and Phil Harris, Dennis and yours truly, Don Wilson. The orchestra opens the program with the romantic guy, I. (laughs) Folks have been showering compliments on Jell-O for years, but today the shower has become a downpour. Everywhere you go, you hear people praising the new Jell-O and its wonderful new locked-in flavor. They say it's richer, more delicious than they've ever believed any dessert could be. And they're right. Because the today's Jell-O is different, made better than ever. Up until now, gelatin desserts constantly faded in flavor while waiting to be used. But Jell-O's marvelous process locks all of Jell-O's full rich goodness right into the little Jello particles. And time can't steal it away. Your first package will prove it. Open it. Notice that there's no heavy fruity aroma, no sign of escaping flavor. But the instant you dissolve the Jello, you unlock its vivid, thrilling flavor, and out it pours for your pleasure. So order Jello, J E L L O tomorrow. Look for the big red letters on the box, and be sure to get Jello. The flavor never goes away. We put it in, and it's there to stay. <laughs> guy I played by the orchestra. And now, ladies and gentlemen, this evening, we would like to reenact for you the events which occurred on our recent trip from New York to Hollywood. As you all know, we did our last show from New York City, and the following day, the whole Jello gang left for the coast. Jack had to check out of his hotel, the swank
1: Hampshire house on Central Park South,
0: so he said he might be just a little late getting to the station.
1: This way, Rochester. I've got to stop at the desk for my bill.
2: I'm moving as fast as I can, boss. This stuff's heavy.
1: What do you mean, heavy? Those two suitcases are half empty.
2: Yeah, but the trunk on my back is loaded.
1: (laughs) Oh, stop complaining. That trunk isn't so heavy.
2: I wasn't bow legged when I picked it up.
1: (laughs) All right, set it down while I see what I owe here. Okay. Easy now. Let's see, I've been at this hotel three weeks... Gee, it's such a risky place. I'll bet my bill is terrific. Well, might as well ask for it. Just <laughs> Mr.
3: dollars boss!
1: <laughs> I can take it. <clears throat> oh, yes, Mr. Benny? I'm checking out of 22D, and I'd like to have my statement, please. Oh, yes. Why, Mr. Benny, you didn't shave this morning. <laughs> I didn't have to shave. I don't live here anymore. <laughs> now, please give me my bill. Just a moment, please. I'll get it from the cashier. Thanks. Oh hello, Mary.
4: Hello, Jack. I thought you were going to meet me out in front.
1: I'm waiting to pay my bill.
4: Oh, I better get you a slug of brandy. Come <laughs> back
1: here. I don't need any brandy. Good morning, Miss
4: Livingston. Morning, Rochester. Here is Jack. If you still got that old trunk, why don't you buy a new one?
1: Mary, I keep that trunk for sentimental reasons. My father gave it to me on my sixteenth birthday.
4: Well, at that, it held together better than you did.
1: No, <laughs> oh, I don't know about that, sister. Well, what do you say, clerk? Is my bill ready? Here it is, Mister Benny. And
0: please don't cause a scene.
1: <laughs> don't worry, I'm just going to go over it. Now let's see, room twelve fifty a day for twenty one days. That. Um... Rochester, where's my adding machine? <laughs> Where is it?
2: I couldn't find it, boss. You must have left it at the store. clue.
1: <laughs> oh, yes.
4: Say, Jack. What? You can't always trust those adding machines. Why don't you take Einstein around with you?
1: I don't even know Einstein. <laughs> Say, clerk, uh, my room, um... My room is uh, 12 50 a day, eh? Yes, and stop dusting off my lapel. <laughs> Oh, pardon me. Well, uh, what I'm getting at is, uh, don't you give professional rates here? After all, I'm an actor. You know, like Ronald Coleman or Spencer Tracy.
4: Or Harry Lauder.
1: No. I'm sorry, Mr. Benny, but 12.50 is minimum on that room. All right, all right. Let's see. Restaurant, 34.50, Laundry, 28 cents. <laughs> Hey, wait a minute. What's this item here? Newsstand, $15. That was the day you got that good write up in P.M.
3: <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. Now, let's see. Oh, uh, look what time it is, Jack. The word is write up. It would have helped <laughs> the gag a little bit. It? What? what? What is it? What? What? See What?
3: Look
4: what time it is. Say your bill. Let's get going. No, I'm not
1: too checking off. Hey,
4: what's this?
1: $68 for phone calls to Birmingham, Alabama. I never called Birmingham. They're waiting for us at
2: the station, boy. <laughs>
1: even know anybody in Birmingham. Go, go.
3: We don't miss $68? <laughs> Six, what is this? Come on, let's go. Let's go. <laughs>
1: Rochester, wait till I find out about these phone charges. Now, don't worry, Mr. Betty. We'll investigate them, and if we're in error, there'll be a refund. There better be. And I'll tell you something else The prices here are something awful Aren't they, Mary?
4: Yeah Are you letting get away with that 28 cents for laundry?
1: Well, that was a dress shirt Rochester can't do clean All right, clerk, here's your money Thank you I got it, Mr. Hathaway All right, you got it, you got it can't figure it out. $68 for telephone calls to Birmingham, Alabama. Let's
3: go! Let's go! <laughs>
4: yeah,
1: we better get started. Come on, Mary, let's grab a cab.
3: I'm not
4: going to get in a cab with you. You always want a neck. Not in the morning. <laughs>
1: Come on, let's get out of here. Uh, goodbye, clerk. Goodbye, jerk. <laughs> Fine. I've been in this hotel three weeks. You can't even pronounce my name right. (laughs) Twentieth Century Limited for Chicago. Now ready on track twenty. I mean track twenty. Oh.
0: My goodness, I hope Jack doesn't miss the train. He's
4: got all the tickets. Want some of my potato chips, Mrs. Wilson? No, thanks. Well, personally, Don, I think Mr. Benny has done a very bad job of managing this trip. Now, Peggy. The idea of putting you and me in one verse. that sabotage. Want some of my potato chips, Mr. Wilson? No,
0: thanks. Well, Dennis, are you glad to be going back to California?
1: Yeah, but I got a sleep with Mr. Benny, and he snores like anything. Oh, it's awful.
0: Well, why don't you put a pillow over his face?
1: I did, and he snored a hole right through it. Garbage. <laughs> I was sitting feathers all night. Well, here we are. Oh, hello, Jack, Mary. Hello, everybody. Hello, Don. Well, Mrs. Wilson, are you thrilled that you're going home?
4: I'll be thrilled if I make it.
1: <laughs> good, good.
4: <laughs>
1: uh, by the way, uh, Mrs. Wilson, you notice I got you and Don a lower berth on the trip back. Hooray. I, um, I thought you'd be more comfortable that way. You see, a lower is wider than an upper.
4: Well, Don is wider than a lower. What are you going to do about that?
3: <laughs> now,
4: Mary, as long and Don, as Don and Mrs. Wilson are happy, that's all it counts. I'm so happy I could punch her right in the nose.
0: What? Now, Peggy, dear, Peggy, darling, control yourself.
4: Oh,
1: let her alone, Don. She has a wonderful sense of humor. <laughs> If she ever hit me, I'd fire Wilson so fast it'd make her head swim. <laughs> well, where's the rest of the gang? Where's Phil?
0: Phil and Alice are on the train. She was just mobbed by autograph hunters. Oh, oh, she was.
1: Well, I can sympathize with her. I go through that all the time. <laughs> <laughs>
4: autographs, autographs. I'm sorry, I forgot today, Mister Benny.
1: <laughs> That's all right, kid.
4: Well, I'll be done. Here comes Jack Benny.
1: Uh, not now, Dennis. We gotta catch the train. <laughs> but be on your toes when we get to Kansas City. And I still must say something about autographs. Last call. 20th Century Limited for Chicago. Now ready on Quack 20. I mean, Quack 20. Oh,
4: nuts. I'm going home. <laughs> Well, let's get on the train.
1: Hey, wait a minute. Where's Miss Whipple?
4: Oh, come on. Let's go without her.
1: We can't go without her. She's carrying your birth. She's taking and She's coming along.
4: Oh, Miss Whipple! Miss Whipple! Come on, Jack. We'll be late. Yeah. Miss Whipple! Oh, you have to so happy, Mr. Demi. Well? She says she's whiter than
3: Wilson. Mary, it's
1: only for three days. Come on, come on, everybody. On the train, on the train.
3: Now, Mary, don't blame me for this. The picture you said she looks very sick.
1: Look at that scenery. Just think, Mary. Here we are only two days out of New York, and we're in New Mexico. Want an orange, Mary?
4: What, again? No, thanks.
1: Gee, look at those mountains. You know, Mary, that's where I'd like to live. Right in those mountains. Close to nature. Yeah. Away from all the hustle and bustle of the city. That's a life for me, Mary.
4: Yeah.
1: A simple life. See, <laughs> well, I'd live on beans. Beans and deer meat. Probably shoot the deer myself. And then some Someday, Mary, I'd be hiking through those mountains and I'd discover a gold mine.
4: I knew you weren't living on those beans for nothing.
1: <laughs> no, there's no use talking to you. Look at the scenery, Dennis. Isn't it gorgeous? Oh, it's beautiful. Dennis, will you please stop yawning? Well, the way you snore, Mr. Benny, I haven't slept for two nights. Well, Dennis, what if I do snore? Sleep isn't so important. Thomas Edison never slept more than five hours a night. Yeah, but he was inventing something. I just got to lay there and listen. <laughs> Invent something. Who's stopping?
4: <laughs> what a kid.
1: Oh, hello, Phil. Hiya, Jackson. Ain't this scenery beautiful? Look at them mountains. Yeah, we were just talking about them. You know, that's where I'd like to live, Jackson. Close to nature. Why, well, I'd live on them beans and the deer meat and then go hiking all the time.
4: When you get to that gold mine, you're going to have a little trouble with Jack. <laughs>
1: Mary, we can dream, can't we? Say, Phil, where's Alice? She's in a diamond car, autographing pictures. Hmm. I tell you, Jackson, that gal is more popular than I am.
3: Well. <laughs> That's
1: sweet of you to admit it. Signing pictures, eh? You know, Mary, on my last trip to the coast, I handed out over 350 autographed pictures.
4: Yeah, but you had to give away dishes with them. <laughs>
1: All right, a little cup and saucer. What is it among us? so inexpensive. <laughs> uh, well, Phil, wake up, Dennis. Uh, well, Phil, by this time tomorrow we'll be in sunny California. Are you glad? Yes, sir. I've had my vacation and next Monday I'll be back in night school improving myself. Oh, you signed up again, eh? Yeah, I'm taking all new subjects this year, Jackson. Got geometry and chemistry and etiquette. Etiquette? You know, no peas on the knife will always give you a seat to a broad. <laughs> Give a thousand dollars if Emily Post was here. Or were here. Which is correct, Mary. Was or were.
4: I'll go shoot a deer.
1: Well, Phil, etiquette is one subject you can use.
4: Yeah, etiquette.
1: Dennis, pull yourself together. All you do is yawn, yawn, yawn. So sit up straight. People will think you're drunk.
4: <laughs> Say, Jack. What? Look at this picture in Radio Guide Fred Allen in a bathing suit.
1: Fred Allen? Let's see that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Get a load of those legs. They look like shillelies with hair.
3: <laughs>
1: no. no kidding. Well, at that, Jackson, he don't look no worse than you do. What are you talking about? Look at me when I straighten up. Look, I got a very good figure.
4: Well, you should have. You're still wearing that corset from Charlie's <laughs> aunt.
1: Well, Zanny said I could keep it. Anyway, I don't even need it. You
4: know, Jackson, I'm getting hungry. Me too. Dennis, peel me an orange. I can't. I'm too weak. All right,
1: I'll do it myself. You want a nice, sweet, juicy California orange, Mary?
4: Don't build him up. I want
3: meat.
1: Okay, let's go up the diner. Say, Phil, have you seen Don? Yeah, he's up in the other car ahead with Peggy. All right, come on, Mary. See you later, fellas. You know, Mary, I could kick myself for not bringing any pictures with me. Maybe I can... Whoop! Oh. Oh, hello, little boy.
4: Oh, hello. Hey, mister, are you Jack Benny? Yep, that's me. Gee whiz, you know, Mr. Benny, I listen to your program all the time.
1: Well, (laughs) isn't he a cute little asshole, Larry? Yeah. (laughs) Well, Sonny, what did you think of our first two broadcasts?
3: Don't worry, you'll get rolling.
1: (laughs) Hmm. Come on, Mary.
4: What's the matter, Fady will pop you? (laughs) No, I'm not a Fady who's hot me.
1: Just believe that children should be seen and not heard, that's all. There's Don at the end of the car. I'm hungry, darling. Uh, let's go to the diner and get something to eat.
4: No, Don, not until tomorrow.
0: But I'm starved. We're not
4: eating until we get home. Our berth is crowded enough the way it is.
3: <laughs>
1: well, there you are. Small Jack. Uh, Jack, I've been working on my commercial for Sunday's show. Now, how does this strike you? Ladies and gentlemen. That's fine, Don. And don't forget to mention the new locked-in flavor. By the way, Don, have you seen uh, Rochester? Uh, he's up in the next car talking to the porter. They're in drawing room D, I believe. they with Don and Peg. Okay, see you later. bum beam, bum bum ba bing bum bum bing <piano recordings> What did that kid mean, I'll get rolling? <inaudible> talking to the porter, eh? I warned Rochester about shooting dice. Let's see... Here's drawing room A. Here's B. C. I
2: tell you, Sylvester, I had the most wonderful time in New York I ever had in my life.
0: Is there much excitement in Harlem
2: right now? Brother, there's been excitement in Harlem ever since the Dutch moved out.
3: (laughs)
1: No wonder he couldn't do any work.
2: <laughs> I used to stay in those nightclubs so late, I'd get sunburned going home. <laughs>
1: Say, that
0: must have cost you a lot of that green stuff, Rochester. Where'd you get it all?
2: Well, I don't exactly work for nothing. You know, Mr. Benny gives me $400 a week. $400? No, oranges. I cash them in at the market.
1: <laughs> he does all right. I grow the juiciest ones in Beverly Hills. <laughs>
2: You know, Sylvester, there's a gal singing in a little nightclub up there. That's the most gorgeous thing you ever laid your don't deserve it eyes on. No fooling. And she kind of goes for me, too. Describe her, son. Well, uh, cheese I don't have to tell you about. Mm Mm-hmm. But did you ever see a cup of coffee with just the right amount of cream in it? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, hang a low-cut evening gown on it, and there it is.
0: he thinks about. Say, Rochester, what about that gal you used to go with? Uh, What's her name again?
2: Oh, you mean Susan
0: Brown? Yeah. Where is she now? Oh, I get in touch
2: with her once in a while. She's living in, she's
3: living down in Birmingham, Alabama. Uh Uh-huh!
1: You were standing right there in the hotel when the clerk told me about that $68 telephone charge. Uh, but, but, but. Now, you owe me that money, Rochester, that's coming out of your next month's oranges. I mean, salary. Uh, and the next time you pull anything like that when we're in the road, you'll stay home. See you later. Of course, I should have suspected something like that. Birmingham, Alabama. <laughs> Crowded in here tonight. Everybody uses the washroom at the same time. Tell hey, me pal, will you still? Yeah, yeah. Where's my toothbrush? Say, look at the lights outside. We must be passing through a town. Yeah, I wonder where we are. Hey, Dennis, look at that sign on the station. What town is this? Waiting room. <laughs> oh, fine. Waiting room, New Mexico. <laughs> Now, where did I put my toothbrush? Hey, Jackson, you ought to get a load of yourself in that nice You look like an old-time Arab. They wear turbans. I've got a cap on. Now, where did I... Dennis, did you see my toothbrush? No, but here's your teeth. <laughs> Get the bridge, hand it over. Watch
3: up, kid. You'll get bit. <laughs>
1: oh, Phil, you're so clever. How do you ever think of so many brilliant remarks?
4: One side, Grandma. I'll give you a hot foot.
1: Now listen, Sonny, you just wait your turn. In other words, get in line, Bud.
4: Hey, it's not Halloween yet. What have you got that costume on for?
1: I sleep in this. Now scram.
4: Get gone, Grandma. I gotta shave. <laughs> Say, what
1: are you going to shave, a coconut? (laughs) Ha, ha,
4: ha, ha. I can't
1: top them, eh? The little brat.
4: Boy, am I tired.
1: Me too. Well, I guess we're all set.
4: Get moving, Grandma. I want to get some sleep before I get to Hollywood. What are you going to
1: Hollywood for, anyway?
4: I'm going to be a gag man for Bob Hope.
1: (laughs) Oh, he's getting him young now, isn't he? Hand me my robe, Don. It's that green one with seven up on the back. (laughs) There it is. Here you are. Well, good night, Jack. Good night, Don. Good night, Phil. Good night, Jackson. Oh, by the way, Sonny. Yes, sir? Uh, Before you sign with Hope, I'd like to have a little talk with you. (laughs) Uh, We'll have uh, breakfast together. Come on, Dennis. Let's go to bed.
2: Okay.
1: Hey, Dennis, did you buy a Navajo blanket when we stopped in Albuquerque? I haven't slept in two nights, and he wants me to buy a blanket. (laughs) Oh, that's right. You know, Dennis, that little kid has something on the ball. That grandma gaggy pulled on me was pretty good. Huh? Yeah. I hope he hasn't got an agent. <laughs>
3: uh, they always cause trouble.
1: <laughs> See, I think Mary and Miss Whipple are here in lower five. Good night,
3: Mary.
4: Good night, Jack. Good night, Miss Whipple. Good night, Mr. Benny. Sleep tight. How else can we sleep? <laughs>
1: Don't no complain. It's the last night. Well, here's our birth Dennis. Call in. Nothing doing. I get the outside tonight. You had the outside last night, don't you remember? You fell out four times. Now get in there.
4: Quiet. We're trying to sleep.
1: Oh, pardon me. Now get in there, kid. And stop making trouble. Okay.
2: Gee whiz, Mister Benny. There's no room
1: here. Put the oranges in the hammock. <laughs> If eat any while I'm sleeping, watch the Jews. Yeah. Now, get in there. Okay. Boy, I hope I can sleep tonight. Oh, you'll sleep. I know I will. I'm tired. Are you comfy, Dennis? Yeah, I'm all right. <sighs> He'll be good to get home. You know, that little kid might not be a bad gag man, it's sad. <laughs> hope he shows up for breakfast. <laughs> Boy, it feels good to stretch out here. Darn it. Pardon me, Mr. Benny.
2: There you go, crawling over me again!
3: (laughs) Get
1: back there! Back! Now look, Dennis. If you can't sleep, I'll tell you a bedtime story. Now relax, close your eyes and listen. Okay. Once upon a time there was a poor little girl named Cinderella, and she went to a ball and married a prince. Now go to sleep.
3: <laughs> oh boy, I'm exhausted. Say, I wonder if that
1: kid wants a lot of dough. <laughs> of course, they're crazy about oranges at that age.
3: <laughs> uh.
1: Imagine
0: Rochester calling up Birmingham, Alabama. You' think that 68 dollars.
4: Well, here we go again. <laughs>
3: tonight.
1: Well, I might as well start counting sheep. One, two, three, four. Oh, that's a police dog.
3: Four, five, six, seven, eight.
0: is a dessert, friends, that's really something extra special. It's one of Jack's own favorites, the luscious combination of canned halves, peaches and orange jello. Just dissolve the orange jello in hot water as you usually do, and then fill six wide sherbet glasses about one-third full and chill. And when the jello is firm, place a marshmallow in the center of each glass and cover with the peach half, rounded side up. Pour the remaining jello over the peaches and chill until firm. And there's a perfect dessert, a delight to the eye and a thrill to the taste. Tomorrow, get a can of peach halves and a package of orange jello and make up this delicious treat. Golden, glistening peach halves embedded in rich orange jello. Remember, jello makes grand desserts like this even grander. Because only jello's new locked in process gives you all the flavor, always.
1: We're a little late, so good night, folks.